In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The dead must have their chance to vote. So divine providence has willed it that we should prepare for this fateful day for our nation, this election day, with churches clad in black, clad in mourning, remembering that as we continue on in the fever of life, in the midst of politics, we remember for a moment all those who have gone on before us and consider, as so many of the saints did, as the beginning of their conversion, staring at a casket, what he was, I am. And what he is, I soon will be. That much is certain for all of us. What the dead were, we are, and what they are, we soon will be. Nor at this time is there any guarantee for us that we shall be counted among those who are known as the faithful departed. That is the purpose of today's observance. We pray especially for those who have left this world in the sign of faith and whom the church then instructs us to remember and count among those who died in the state of grace. Today is perhaps more than any other day a reminder to stop thinking the way the world thinks and think for just one brief moment as much as within us lies as God thinks. If we consider all that we have to do not only to maintain our human existence, but even all that we have to do here and now as Catholics, we might well be tempted to forget or make light of today's holy observance. One thing we know for sure about the faithful departed, their salvation is assured. Each one of them left this world and had his particular judgment. Christ appeared before that soul as his judge and told him, you will go to heaven. You will one day see me in the face. Not one of the souls in purgatory could ever possibly go anywhere except to that ultimate beatific end. It follows, therefore, and each one of us might be tempted in the utilitarian thinking of our age 
to state the obvious. The salvation of all the souls in purgatory is assured. Even if we never pray for them, even if we never so much as cast one kindly thought in their direction, they will all inevitably, one day, even if it be at the end of time, arrive at their heavenly destiny. The question then follows, why do what we do today? Why do the dead today, on the eve of our worldly election day, get a vote? Why not spend our time praying for those who need conversion, praying for those who are sick, who are despairing here and now? Why not spend time simply praying for our nation? Yes, my dear children, today we are invited to stop thinking as worldlings and think only as God thinks. For we have been told already, we have already been given that vivid preview of our own judgment. And we will be judged on one thing alone, our love. For that is how our Lord depicts the last judgment in his holy gospel. We will be judged on how much we loved, not on how much we calculated. That is not to say that we are not brought here today by a sense of justice. By all means, we are. We can all think of those who have gone before us, who even just last year were here among us and no longer are. I certainly hope that we all feel a lively sense of justice, that we have a debt to pay by coming and praying for the holy souls today. But it cannot end there. We would want no other army at our side at this time of peril for our nation than the army of the holy souls, the humble and forgotten army of the church suffering. We will indeed be judged and how much we made selfless acts of love as we do today. For to practice the virtue of justice, as important as it is, is simply to give each his due. To practice charity is to give not what is due, but to give entirely without measure and without condition. And that is precisely what we are called to do today. Some of the saints differ in their opinions on just how much the holy souls may help us. Some saints are very reserved in this matter, preferring not to declare that the holy souls definitely intercede for us the way the saints in heaven do. Nevertheless, we are well within the mind of Holy Mother Church if we believe that the communion of saints, prayers for one another among all members of the mystical body of Christ continues, even in the church suffering.
We should never forget the very beautiful fact that Christ himself, indeed the most blessed Trinity, is in purgatory by grace. For there is not one soul in purgatory that is not in the state of grace and therefore has the blessed Trinity dwelling within it as in its holy temple. Yes, Christ himself is there in purgatory. And so today, the holy souls must have their vote. They must have their day, and our thoughts should be directed entirely toward them. The Holy Gospel in that mysterious passage says, Make ye friends of the mammon of iniquity, so that when you shall fail, they may receive you into everlasting dwellings. This is one of the most mysterious passages of the, of the Gospels. But St. Francis de Sales does not hesitate to apply it to our devotion to the holy souls, declaring that it is those very souls, they are the ones who will be there to receive us into everlasting dwellings because we have taken so much of our precious time and material goods here and now and devoted it entirely to them. This is truly a selfless act of giving. For as important as it is to help those here below and to pray for them, we do very often here below have the consolation of seeing the result of our good works. When we pray for people here below, very often we witness their healing, their conversion, their encouragement, their comfort. And of course, when we help them materially, that is very visible. None of this is true of the holy souls. It is only by faith that we know that they are helped by our prayers and suffrages. And so we must continue that act of faith in believing that they will be there on Judgment Day to plead for us when our hour of judgment is at hand. And we must then trust that if we have been devoted to them throughout our lives, never forgetting these dear and silent friends of ours, our Lord will look upon us, each one of us, with his smiling eyes and declare in those words of the gospel, I was in prison and you visited me. As you did unto the least of my brethren, you did to me. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and that perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen.